Hello, hello. Welcome to Pish Posh Pages, your favorite no-strings-attached book club podcast. Here's how it works. I'll release short podcast episodes after I finish books. There's no set schedule, no required reading, and no rules. I want to turn my solo activity of reading into more of a conversation. I love hearing other people's thoughts and opinions on books, so now you'll get mine too. <laughs> Looking for book recs? Want to know my big takeaways from my recent reads? Want to hear what I loved or hated about the last book I read? You'll find out all that here at Pish Posh Pages. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm excited to have you a part of the club. Now, let's talk books. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Pish Posh Pages with Lindsay Wilson. In this episode, I'm going to get embarrassed, but that's okay. We are talking about a romance book, but let's be honest, guys, it was smut. It was on the smut side of books. <laughs> if you don't know what smut is, let's get a little definition. I forgot I was going to do a little smut definition, so let's just let's just talk about it. What is smut? Okay, basically smut I I tried to find a definition and they were all stupid. So <laughs> the definition you could say it's a book that includes one or more sexually explicit scenes. And when I put something into the smut category, I would say it's very much more on the explicit side than the not explicit side. Uh, there's plenty of romance books out there that say that have sex scenes in them, but like smut is like a lot more graphic, I would say. Um, okay, so anyways, we're talking about Flock. This is book one of the Ravenhood series by Kate Stewart. It's available on Kindle Unlimited, and it's very popular. Very, very popular. It's popular on BookTok, it's popular on Amazon, it's popular on Bookstagram, and um, this book is, like, it's trash, but it's also good. It's like the reality TV of <laughs> books. <laughs> like, it, you can't look away, but it's not good. It's not good, but it's not like it's entertaining, but it's not good. Um, I didn't watch the 365 days video um, that's on Netflix video. It's a movie. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that I heard it's like very porny. Um, so I would say maybe this book is like that, like very like not well done, but it, it's porny. There's some, there's some good scenes in there, um, but that's about it. The only good thing in this book is the sex. Okay, but let's, before I get into my deep, deep thoughts on this not, not deep book, let me tell you a little bit more about what it's about. So it follows Cecilia, who is going to live with her dad, who she has been estranged from um, for a long time. So she goes to live with him the summer after graduating high school, and she's planning on going to school, um, it sounds like, a year in, like, so not the coming fall, but the next fall. Does that make sense? So she's going to live with him, work at his factory for a year, and then go to college. That's her plan. Once she gets to this small town where her dad lives and owns this factory, uh, she meets Sean, and Sean kind of sweeps her off her feet a little bit, and then she meets Sean's friends, and they have like these deep, dark secrets, and his roommate, his name is Dominic, and she ends up 
being in a relationship with both Sean and Dominic. I don't think that's a spoiler. That That's basically anyone who has seen this book anywhere knows that it has some polyamory in it, I guess, if you could even call it that. Um, oh my gosh, I have so many gripes with this book. Uh, but before we get into my gripes, let's get into the reviews because then I'll, I'll be able to just dive in a little bit deeper. Uh, yeah, so here we go. Here, should I start with the one star? Let's start with the one star. Even though I usually end with the five star and agree with the five star, this time I'm starting with the one star. I agree more with the one star. Okay. I also, before I get into the reviews, I wanted to say going through reviews is so funny because there's so many different ways that people write book reviews on Goodreads and it is hilarious. Like it's hilarious and frustrating. When I am looking for book reviews, the worst ones, the worst ones are when people like just spatter in like so many uh, quotes from the book and that's like their review. They just like, put in a quote and then they write their thoughts on that quote and then they put in another quote and then they write their thoughts on that quote. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's so weird to me. The second worst is when people say I didn't finish it because I don't feel like that's a very good review of a book. Uh, and there's lots of bad reviews on there. Like another one that's a pet peeve of mine is when people basically write out the whole plot of the book in their review. Like, thank you for the summary, but that's not what we want. We want your thoughts, not your, not a whole summary of the book. Like I want to read the book. Okay. Anyways, let's get into this one star review. This person, how they laid out their one star review is interesting. So there's a synopsis that's very short, what I liked and what I didn't like. So here we go. Synopsis. Cecilia's mother is struggling, so to help her out, she has decided to move in with her father and work at his manufacturing plant for one year so that she can earn her inheritance. Whilst working there, she starts a relationship with Sean, but she is also attracted to his roommate, Dominic. Kind of what I told you, right? Okay, what I liked. That I can draw a line under this book and feel content not continuing on with the series. What I didn't like. I feel like I must have read a different book to everyone else because I truly cannot fathom how this has got so many five-star reviews. I was half expecting all the guys to shapeshift into ravens because this story is just so nonsensical. Why was every interaction so cryptic? What on earth is even going on? I'm all for a good polyamorous romance, but this was not that. The intimate descriptions were repetitive and didn't really make sense at times. For example, how did no one drown during the life raft scene? You got to read it to find that one out. And last, the dynamic between Cecilia and her father was just plain weird. Agreed, 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 agreed. There's so many good points in this one-star review. We'll get back to that. Let's talk about the good parts. Okay, before I get into the good, like the five-star review, I got to say, I started reading this book and I read probably 25%, 30% maybe. And it, I'm just like, I don't even know if I'm going to come back and finish this one. Like, I just am not into it. And I came back and then it started getting good. And like the middle of the book was like pretty good. I'm like, okay, I'll keep going, keep going, keep going. The end, the end is, the end of this book is monstrous, horrible, disastrous. I hated the end. And I know, like, leave it on a cliffhanger so you read the next book in the series. But, like, fuck you, Kate Stewart. The editor of this book doesn't even make sense. Like, what the hell was that? Okay, sorry. 
five-star review. I will say I was hooked in this book. Like, there was parts where I'm like, oh, I gotta keep going. I gotta know what's happening. Like, that the ending did not satisfy me at all. Like, I'm so mad that I actually, like, got back into this book and actually enjoyed pieces of it. Like, I think I would rate it overall like a six or a six and a half out of ten because it did make me go through and I feel like I keep thinking about it, but it's not good. Okay, here's the five-star review. Oh god, here we go. Subject line of this one is went directly to my greatest of all time books list. It is hard to put into words how I feel about this book and the rest of the trilogy. Even now, words are failing me as I try to think of a creative way to convey how much I loved this book and devoured it in a day and a half. It only took me that long because I have a day job and had to do actual work. Read this book. Read this series. This book. Dot, dot, dot. I saw this book and the others, Exodus and Finish Line, on Book Talk at the beginning of the summer. People were raving about it but couldn't really explain it well because you can't without giving it away. So then I do what most of us do and thought, well, I will read the little blurb synopsis to see if it feels like something I would like. First of all, it is vague as fuck. And that is the reason that even though in like May or June, I had this one on my TBR, but waited until almost September to begin it. And as much as I want to give you more detail than that, vague as fuck blurb gives you, I can't. It would ruin the experience of reading and living the story. And to fully love it, you need to experience it like the rest of us, basically going in blind. It is a twisty, angsty, and erotic, and not just because of the spice, <laughs> story that pulls you in and cannot find your way out. It is suspenseful, thrilling, confusing, and frustrating too as you try to make sense of the twists and turns, only to find out what you thought you knew. You weren't even close. Just read it. You won't regret it. Okay, I don't regret reading the book, but I don't think I can move forward with the series. And I, I just... I don't judge people for what they like to read. I really don't. But the fact that people are thinking this is one of the greatest books ever written is driving me, it's driving me crazy. Like, it's not. The way that this author wrote is so immature. And I saw other reviews that were like, you don't, I, this is very common in like the smut category. So I get it. I've read these books before. Like you use this particular language when it's not even needed to kind of, you know, get the people going. And these guys, they drive these fast cars. And there's one part where she's like, the the tires licked the pavement. <laughs> I can't even say it. Like the tires licked the pavement. And like using just like, it was just so hard. Like all these, you know, you guys, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to embarrass myself. But it, it, it's just... Oh my god, where do I begin? Okay, another problem I have with a book, and it's, this is more of a personal problem, but I'm getting it all out there. So we start with the book and we find Sean and we're supposed to love him and fall in love with him. He's supposed to be the heartthrob. And he's this tall, <laughs> blonde guy with spiked hair and a lip ring. And I just picture him wearing like cargo shorts and like a... like. A, a tank top and what is this 2004 like he is, apparently looks like a backstreet boy and I just don't understand <laughs> why he's supposed to be the heartthrob and she keeps talking about like this lip ring and I'm sorry I could never and she's like he's like his lip was on the lip ring I'm like oh my god that's not hot that's not hot <laughs> I can't and then we find out we find this other guy Dominic and also 
not exactly my type. Not not my type, but he's, they're like, the way that she describes these people, it's not even like real people. They're like, he's giant man with this long black hair and like these steely gray eyes like I just I don't know I don't know I started picturing him as Keanu Reeves that was better for me um I had a picture in my head for Sean as well I I don't know like the actor I would say that he was I just it was just not there was no plot, which I don't really mind a book that doesn't have a plot, but I feel like this book really needed something. And they keep hiding like the secret. And what's the secret? It sounds like the secret is that they have like these orgies, but it's not like they, that's what it seems like the whole book is like, they have like these weird like meetups, they call them and their parties. And they're just like actual bonfires, but they're also like secretive about everything they do. And once you find out what the secret is, it's just kind of like, okay, that's what it is. That's kind of, I don't know. Like, I understand why it has to be a secret, but it's not like the way that they talk about it is like they're freaking saving the world. Like they're superheroes and they're not. And oh my God, (laughs) I just, I know that people love this book. And I will say like, I I just keep saying the same thing over and over. Like I got hooked and I'm like, okay, we got to keep going. What's happening? Ooh, it's getting steamy. There was some good steamy scenes. I will say that. I will give you that, Kate. But I just, the, the plot was terrible. And I just don't even know what happens in these next couple books. The end of the book, I, I just, I just cannot. I cannot even deal with what happened at the end of the book in this last scene. And it's like, it just came out of left field, out of nowhere. And people are like, and what happened with that last scene? Well, as I'm reading reviews, they're like, you left you at the very edge of your seat. Like, wow. I'm like, it didn't even, like, I just wish that whole last scene was like not even there because it did not connect to the book at all. And another thing people kept saying is like the synopsis, like, the little blurb that you get doesn't give you any insight into this book and what's going to happen in it. And I think that's a little bit annoying, but also I don't read the synopsis most of the time. So whatever, but like this book, like it's just so disconnected and this town that they live in is supposed to be like weird and kind of like, I don't know, there's all these secrets and it's in the woods and it's, I just, I, I don't get the hype. Like it's, feels like the hype of like Twilight, but Twilight was actually written better than this. And that's a young adult book. I might read another book by Kate Stewart. I might. And like, who knows? These are on Kindle Unlimited. I might be in a mood and I might read the next couple, the next two books in the series. I don't understand the obsession with the series, but it's okay. Um, yeah, it's it's steamy. It is spicy, spicy. But um, yeah, I feel bad for people who don't know that going into this book. Uh, going into this book, you guys should know it is um, all about the sex. And that's just how it is. And but I just read another book. I just read it. And it was much more like rom-com cheesy romance. And it's not that I don't like this kind of book, like Flock. I've read another book and I'm just going to say it now. I'm going to embarrass myself again. I read another book and I absolutely loved it. And it's very similar to this book, but so good. And they call it like a thriller romance or something. I think it's called, 
Exposed Affections by Renee Folsom. That's R-E-N-E-F-O-L-S-O-M. I think I will put that in the show notes. That book is like this book, but amazing. (laughs) So you guys should read that one. I think it's completely like underrated. Um, It's amazing. But anyways, back to talking about the Another book I just read is like the rom-com book. That one is The Wedding Date. And that one has plenty of steam in it. And it's not like weird and cryptic and just like not knowing what's going on. Like it has a plot and like getting to read a book that's like a love story, romantic with a plot and having steamy scenes in it. Like what more could you want? Like uh, I just wanted a little bit more plot with this book. And I'm not somebody who needs a plot, but this book needed a plot. Okay. I think that's it. I've given a lot of thoughts on this one. I feel like I'm yelling at you guys. I feel like people are going to hate what I have to say about this one because it's really famous all over the place. But, you know, we all have our own opinions and that's okay. That's the great thing about books. You can disagree with people and it's okay. Um, Coming up on the podcast, I will be talking about, as I just said, The Wedding Date by Jasmine I don't know how to say her last name right. I'll look it up, but Jasmine G. We'll call her The Wedding Date. Love that book, and I can't wait to talk about it. And then I will also be talking about Troublemaker by Leah Remini in the upcoming episodes, so stay tuned for that. If you liked this episode, if you have book recommendations for me, uh, if you want to check out any other book content, make sure you are following at Pish Posh Pages on Instagram, and you can visit the website pishposhpodcast.com slash pish dash posh pages <laughs> to see all the show notes and more. And if you want to tell another bookish friend about this podcast, that would be amazing. And then we could talk about more books all together. So I hope you are loving whatever it is you are reading right now. And I'll be back next time to talk about more books. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pish Posh Pages. If you loved it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or just share wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow our bookstagram, Instagram, whatever you want to call it, at Pish Posh Pages for more book talk. We want to have more people in our No Strings Attached book club. I'm so glad that you were here and we'll be talking about more books next time. See you soon and happy reading.